so yeah, we're going to be talking about the mentoring matchup. Uh, I mentored, I I was like a mentor. Uh, Mark came to the office, but I'm going to hold out before I say too much about that because I'm hoping it will pop in. I just need to whack it in some WhatsApp groups so everybody knows. So, Carol, who was you a mentor, Carol? Yes, I was. I was to um, Catherine Ann, who I was just trying to ping into the room, and um, Alex. Alex. Um, oh my god, I've forgotten his name. Uh, Ramsden, that's the one, that's the one, yeah. So, uh, yeah, had some good chats, uh, got some follow up actions with them both. Hope they can join the room as well because it'd be good to get their feedback on, on how the um, well, it was more than 30 minutes, but how you know how it went because I, I really enjoyed it. Um, hearing about other, other um, entrepreneurs, startups, um you know, from an Alex perspective, what he's doing in the tech space. Um, and um, Catherine Ann, in terms of, you know, what she's looking for to help move her to her next stage in her, her career. So, yeah, it was really good. Did you find it quite rewarding, Carol, to kind of be in a position to give, give people advice? Yeah, you know what? It, it was because um, it, it's all... you know someone came you know came on stage they were talking about what they were trying to do and and I don't know about you know for you it's just like light bulb moment oh I can help and then you you get onto the session uh, I, I did it by a, a team's call for for both and it was just so nice to you know hear what they're doing the passion you know I love startups because the passion you know that that's you know you younger folks you know I'm, I'm i'm a lot older than you guys but the passion for younger folks when they're starting up the business the energy what they're trying to do trying to achieve it was just so nice that i saw myself as like you know you know you know the senior old head that could could help but at the same time took out what they're trying to achieve and you know the world's changing right so some of the things that were discussed were really really like blimey that's a great idea so yeah i did i felt really feel it uplifted and energized as well there's no better feeling than the excitement of a startup like with all the risk and the stress and all, all the kind of anxiety that comes with it i think it's my favorite part and i think that's why i kind of try and dip my toes into new stuff all the time because you get the startup feeling maybe i've got commitment issues who knows but it is exciting um i'm gonna hand back to you michaela because i'm just rabbiting on with carol <laughs> Commitment issues, probably, Hayley. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think let's let's go to Anne. So, um, Sonia, Dr. Julie, Mark, thanks for joining us on stage. We're just having a catch up. Um, everybody who had the mentoring last time, like what that was like, what the benefits was, if they enjoyed it, um, are they going to stay in contact, etc. So, I think you two was in, uh, involved in this as well. I know Mark was, so I'll just work my way through the stage. While I we had a mentor as well, Michaela. Oh, did you? Who? Beju. Oh, right. Well, why don't you fire away? Well, let's go to Anne first. Yeah, we'll let's, come back let's to do you. that. Yeah. yeah. So, Anne, tell us all about it. So, um, I was super lucky and I got two mentors. So, maybe a bit cheeky, but um, they were both super valuable. So, my first mentor is actually in the room, is Sonia. Um, and I spoke to Sonia um, really because I'm, I'm looking at starting up a business, although I do kind of have the... I have some things in place, but I'm looking at um, how I really get started with things um, because I've been doing a number of other things. Um, and 
one of those things is actually collabed, which Carol mentioned, Alex, um, I've been involved in that. And I do know that, um, Carol, your um, advice to Alex has been really um, welcomed and appreciated. Um, so although he's not in the room um, um, to speak, I'll just mention that on behalf of Collabs because I have been involved with them for about the past year as well. So thank you for your input there. Um, and so the input I had from Sonia um, was around some clarity and, you know, how I go about um, putting my vision together, I guess. I've got so many different ideas and, you know, like we want to do everything at the beginning, don't we? We always want to just jump in and try and tackle everything. Um, and she directed me into some really useful um, resource about values and to, you know, to understand what my values are. And I've done that exercise. and. I was really quite surprised at what came out. Um, it was quite aligned with what I thought. Um, determination being the first one, um, which really fits with what I'm trying to do and and and, and me and, and the stage I'm at, um, and some other key values that are really important to me. So that was really useful in actually pinning those down. Um, and then we had um, further conversation about um, other things that I can do. My second mentor was um, Beju as well, and um, again, really useful, um, although his was probably less of a gentle kick up the ass than Sonia's. Um, Sonia was a was a, a, a nice gentle kick up the ass, whereas um, Beju was in his typical He's style brutal, a little bit yeah. more. Absolutely yeah, brutal. I, I felt totally called out, but actually between both of them, um, I've got such a great... Um, insight of just stripping it back to basics you know and I think I was probably trying to do too much all at once you know and you get carried away I guess um so between the two of them it's really strip it back to basics you know Beju pointed out some really obvious things that I haven't been doing and I'm like yeah why like if I was telling someone to do that you know in my work I would be telling them to do that so why am I not doing that for myself but I think when you're so involved in something and so passionate and it, you know it's something you want to do. Sometimes we can get taken away from the obvious things, if that makes sense. Um, so just with both of them, they've really helped me to look at it both in different lenses, but I'll, both stripping back to basics and um, looking at it. And it's been really helpful. My goal when I spoke to Haley about asking for a mentor was about getting some clarity. Um, and I can 101% say that that has been achieved um, and both have given me actions that I can now build on um, to, to take steps towards next steps, um, which has been super, super useful. So thank you for that. Um, and thank you to both the mentors who gave the time for me. You ask and we shall deliver. Thanks for the feedback and really appreciated. And yeah, Alex is a, is a good guy and what's going on is really good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah, and Sonia, obviously you're with us, so do you want to jump in? Yeah, I can do. Well, it was it was a pleasure to speak to Anne. She's doing something so different, but because we're both on a startup journey together, there were just obviously some some very kind of clear things that needed to kind of just be implemented at the start. So yeah, it was always it's always good to share that kind of knowledge and and obviously Beju is my coach. I pay him, so I know exactly what he does. And yeah, he get definitely gets my 
arse into gear as to say and i think he's definitely a resource um because you got it for free it's i mean it's brilliant you know that you got you got that time with him so yeah it's all good to hear that you you know and that you're really on a good on a good path but you know please reach out again if you need me it's not a problem at all um but i really really enjoyed our conversation thank you likewise sonia thank you so much I'm desperate to hear uh, Beju's techers, to be honest now. Honestly, you're not even prepared for the grief that man will give you. You know, my first day on Clubhouse, uh, Beju was like, but why do you drink wine so much, Michaela? You need to go for a walk. I'm going to check in with you. And he started messaging me like every day on Instagram. Have you been walking? I'm like, who is this crazy man? He's <laughs> <laughs> so desperate to have a walk. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he actually emailed me, Michaela, after about two weeks and tried to coach me. I was like, Beju, do you have you read my profile? So like, while I appreciate that you're offering me coaching, I'm good. It's like, I'm all good. But yeah, I, I'm good. But yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think it's and I think it's good though sometimes to get straight to the point, right? Or Here he is. Ladies. Sorry, Beju, I muted you by accident. Sorry, I'm just going into a meeting, so I've got about two minutes. I don't know. I saw Michaela's message. Everything all right? Absolutely brilliant. We were just saying how good your um, mentoring sessions were and how brutally honest you are and what a kick up the arse you give us. And <laughs> it's all good. Oh, great. I'm glad it helped. I'm glad it helped. I've spoken to... Yeah, I had a chat with you and Anne as well. Obviously, I speak with Sonia a lot, so I'm glad it helps. Yeah, we're all very scared of you. That's what we've come to conclusion <laughs> Even the Glaswegian, Beju, even the Glaswegian's a little bit... Oh, my time. days. Well, we, we haven't had a one-to-one -one yet, Julie. Oh, no, Beju, I'm sorry. If you, you and I are the one-to-one, -one, we'd end up fighting, I think, to be honest. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm a cat, really. I really am. I'm really I'm am. suffering from FOMO now. I need to be uh, sniped. <laughs> well, I'm waiting. Carol, are you supposed to come back to me with some information, remember? Oh my god! Oh no, not on stage! Don't shame me and out me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna leave it there. You, you, you're back. To, you're supposed to come back to me, so I'll just wait for that. Sorry, Beju, I'll come back to you, darling. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right, guys. I, ladies, I need to go, so I'll come back. I'll see you later. Have a great session. Just going Thank on a meeting. You. Thanks, Michaela. See you, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Accountability 101 from Beju. <laughs> Carol, that was a snapshot of my session. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm I'm shaking. I pulled over in delay by. <laughs> oh, it was great though. It was uh, it was really good. Michaela, I'm going to let you carry on and move forward. Yeah, well, I'd love to. After we've um, heard from everybody who's been mentored or has been mentoring, then I'd love to like talk about that. The actual techers and what works, what doesn't work, or is it just different folk, different stroke, etc. So we'll we'll come back to Beju's style. Um, Sonia, do you, do you want to talk about mentoring uh, some more about your experience in it? And um, was it only Anna you mentored? Yeah, it was only Anne, but I, I've been mentoring, God, it's got to be close to 20 years now. I've done everything from college students to, I mean, where it really started from was, um, I started working with a charity, and I know I've mentioned this before, um, it was a charity working with vulnerable children, um, and the, the first girl I had, um, she'd got herself into a real pickle she'd been working out on the streets since she was 12 and i'm so proud to have got her through university and she you know and she's she's in a really good place now but you know i also had kids that have been bullied at school and all sorts of stuff so that's where it really started from and then 
Um, and then when I was in corporate, we used to work with a lot of charities and just used to offer out quite a lot of mentoring um, to universities, to graduates. So I've done it for years and years and years, um, kind of from a personal level. And then, yeah, when I was in my leadership roles, there were a lot of people I mentored just from a, right, OK, you're moving up the ladder. This is what you need to be doing. This is what, you know, where, where, where are the gaps? How can I help you? How can I support you? So, yeah, I've done it for a long time. <laughs> I'm a very good listener, I have to say. And, um, yeah, but it, do you know what? I think it teaches you a lot about yourself in terms of, you know, when you're giving back and you're just, like, listening to what people need. I think sometimes when you're in your own little bubble of what you do in your everyday life, I think it really gives you a lot of clarity in regards to, like, sometimes how lucky you are, but also what you can learn about yourself. Um, that's the biggest thing I get from mentoring. Yeah, I love that, Sonia. And um, it's really nice to hear that you've been doing it for so long. I wondered what you think of this. Is there more value? Because I know you said, like, with Anne, you're, you're both at the startup phase, and, but you've got, like, tons of experience in your industry. I wonder if you find it more beneficial to do, like, peer-to-peer -peer kind of chat or the, the formal mentoring from somebody in your industry who's already been there, done that? Do you know what? It's a bit of a mix. I think when it's people in my industry, I, I think naturally it's been a lot of people that are at graduate level, you know, and I think that for, for that, it's been a bit of like, oh, wow, I want to get to where you get to and how do I do it? So it's been a bit of that. Whereas like when like now I'm on my own journey with Anne, it was really great because I'm also learning, you know, I've only been in like my entrepreneurial world for a year. So there's so many things I'm learning. I've never sat up a business before I mean I've set it up for other people and I've made them millions and millions but I've never done it for, for me myself and I so that experience in itself has been you know obviously a journey and to be able to share that with somebody else that's also going through it I think it's just you know I think it's you know something that I'm learning more about as well if that makes any sense yeah, absolutely. So then, uh, my, sorry, my, my next question to you as well, again, Sonia, is why did you choose Beju to be like your mentor? Because he's not from your industry, he's not really in startups. So what was the, what attracted you to Beju? Okay, so I've had a lot of coaches. Um, and, and again, I was quite lucky because when I was in corporate, I had that paid for quite a lot. And I've got to say, I had some awful coaches that, you know, pitch to a business about what they can do and actually don't pitch to the actual person. So, you know, a coach comes in and they're signed off at kind of a leadership level and you're kind of stuck with that person, even though you they are not doing anything for you, anything for your career and not ticking any of the boxes. So I've been through a lot of that and I've probably been, I've got to, God, it's got to be about maybe 15 coaches in my time. So I kind of knew what to expect from a coach. But the thing I liked about Beiju is that, yeah, there is that accountability part to it. And obviously he can be quite scary, but honestly, he is, he is honestly a pussycat. But he just understood me. You know, there were, there were parts of my journey where I was struggling with. And it was for me, I, because of I'm on this new journey of like, I needed a bit of clarity. I needed some kind of, you know, I just needed to be a bit clearer on some of the things that I was doing because I'm on a new path. He just got me. So that's why I chose Beiju. And I've got to say, I've been through a lot of coaches in my time and they've just not ticked 
many of the boxes that he's been able to do but that that's because of where I am in my journey he seems to be the right person and and it's it's a different journey for everybody you know he might not be right for you Michaela I think you've just got to have a conversation with him maybe have a couple of sessions with him he may not be right for you in your journey um you know but he was definitely right for me in in terms of where I am right now um and he's definitely given me certainly a lot of clarity but yeah my biggest thing is accountability at the moment because there's so many things in my tick box that i have to do and having two businesses kind of that i'm juggling at the same time again it's very tough and for me that's been like the bit the biggest thing for me that he's been able to kind of guide me through that journey so i hope that's helpful yeah, absolutely. I can't believe you've had so many coaches as well. Commitment issues. Been... Commitment <laughs> <issues>. <laughs> I think I've always been a bit of a sceptic, though. You know, you hear, you hear the bad stories. I've actually never had a coach or a mentor or anything like that. I peck a lot of people's heads for free, but I've never actually had somebody formal doing that. But I think I, I do agree with that, like the accountability part of it, especially if you don't have a business partner and somebody to bounce off. I think it's really important that you've got somebody there who you can say well you said you was going to do this why is that not happened and we'll call you out on the goals that you've set that perhaps you forgot because you just live in your day-to-day -day life as well but um yeah well i'm glad you're enjoying it with beige but that that's a lot sonia isn't it yeah i mean i think that you know when you get to a certain level because i i i became a director in my 20s so for me you know that whole leadership part of like you know when you kind of become a manager i i kind of i jumped very very quickly so I was constantly sort of saying, I need support, I need support. So I was very lucky. I look, I worked for some big corporates that were able to give me that support. And so they used to bring in coaches for me. Um, so that's kind of like for the last sort of 15 years, I suppose, I've had that because I've been calling out for a coach, you know. And the, th and the, the, the thing is, like I say, when coaches are brought into big corporates, they just pitch to the company, not to the person. So that was my biggest gripe is I was kind of just put in front of somebody that actually never got me, never understood what I was doing. And that's why I've got to say that I didn't have a lot of luck because they didn't understand me and where I was in my journey. It, for them, it was like, oh, I've landed a great big contract with X company and this pays me X amount of money. And they didn't actually give a shit about what I was going through and what I needed, what my team needed, where I kind of had a bit of a gap, what I needed to do. A lot of them just didn't just didn't help me in that way. So that's what I'm saying is I have been quite lucky in that being given coaches. But on the other side of it, actually, there's been a big disappointment because from a corporate point of view, it's like, yeah, there's a tick, tick box. We've done that. This is the coach that we use. And that's the end of the conversation kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that's why I've had a lot. <laughs> Yeah, but just one last question. Sorry, Sonia, I am going to come around to everybody else, but I wondered if you can give us um, like a top tip or two top tips, whatever, three, of what to look for. If you are the mentee looking for somebody, what would be your advice of how to find that right one without making mistakes and spending lots of money doing so? Okay, my biggest tip is before you start off with a coach, understand why you need that coach. I think the biggest thing is that you've got to sit down maybe for a couple of hours by yourself and look at, right, this is what I need and like list it out and, and then be really, really kind of clear and defined in regards to what the issues are and what you need from that coach. Because I think the biggest mistake, certainly in my earlier days when I had a coach, it was like, 
well, I kind of need a bit of help with this and I need this and I need this. And it was just like this long list of stuff where actually I wasn't really clear. But obviously the thing with Beiju is I was very clear. I was like, I need this. This is, this is exactly what I need help on. It's like, it's very defined. And I think once you get to the crooks of that yourself in your own mind, then it's a lot clearer for the coach to be able to help you too. I, I hope that's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Because otherwise it just kind of falls into generic mentoring and coaching, doesn't it? So, yeah, that's really good advice. Thanks, Tonya. Hayley, can you take over? Because I've got a big baguette in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, of course. I just wanted to add um, what I found the great thing about Beiju was, even though I went for a mentoring session with him, which in my head was for business, nothing was off limits. And we probably spent more than half of the session I had with him t touching on things in my personal life that, in my head, I then realised that actually when you've got stuff going on in your personal life that consumes you to a point that you, you know, you're confused, you don't know what to do, it does come into your working life and it, it knocks you off the ball a little bit. You're not on your A game, if you like. Every single day, if you've got stuff going on that you're not dealing with or, you, or you're separating it completely going, this is work, this is personal. And um, he really owned in on that and really made me understand some coping mechanisms and things I needed to work on in order for my work life to be less stressful and easier um, and I think that's really really good I felt like I had a counselling session I don't know if anyone's ever had counselling I, I did years ago not ashamed to admit it but that's what it felt like and it, it felt really really good afterwards lots and lots of clarity and I felt very clear in my um, journey moving forward so yeah he's he's great if anyone needs a coach I'm plugging for Beiju um, so I don't know who we're up to, but I'm going to come to Dr. Julie because you look like you're next on on my screen. Dr. Julie, how are you? I'm all right, ladies and gents. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, so my uh, mentoring session went really well. I had Lorna. I mentored Lorna. Um, and it was great. It was just a real session about clarity, I think, for, for her. And looking, she was wanting to find out about how you would go about accrediting and accrediting education programmes. So we sat for a good hour, had a nice chat. And by the end of it, I think, I hope, um, yeah, she was able to get some clarity and some direction as to where she was meant to go. Sadly, my mentoring session still hasn't happened with my mentor, but hopefully that will happen soon. Um, so yeah, he's been getting it. about in Dubai, hasn't he? I, like, what can I say? He's out and about. You know what I mean? Out and about. It's a nightmare. It's trying to get an audience with the Pope with this man. Yeah, Dean Kelly is like the G, so... He, he will do it, though. He's a man of his word. No, I know that. I know that. He actually sent me his email address the other day. He's like, just email me again. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been really good. And I, not unlike Sonia, you know, I've obviously I've been in education for 17 years. So that's part of my job, right, is mentoring students throughout their career transitions, their education transitions. I've mentored and coached between 500 SMEs in the last few years. So, and also I think what Michaela said, and we talked about this in an earlier room, which Sonia was in earlier in terms of the kind of definitions between coaching and mentoring and just making sure that, you know, when you go for a mentoring session or a coaching session, you know, the difference between the two. Um, I think that can sometimes be an issue, especially with coaching in the sector. But yeah, no, the mentoring thing has been great. And it was great that you, you ladies um, put this forward. So I appreciate it. And I appreciate you both. Oh, that's really lovely. But I really now want you to go into the difference between a mentor and a coach because I don't think I fully know that. <laughs> I did this this morning. I feel bad. Well, I think the way you need to look at it is a coach 
is focused on you helping yourself, right? So they're facilitating your own journey through the asking of questions. So, you know, when you're discussing something, it's totally driven by you and they ask you the right questions for you to then figure out your own journey. And Elliot used a great example this morning of sports coaches, right? A sports coach will help you get the best out of you, whereas they're not doing it for you. Whereas a mentor, a mentor is advisory in nature, right? So they'll give you advice. They'll give you mentors. What you talked about with Beiju, for example, that is not coaching, that's mentoring. Because Beiju is digging deeper and giving you advice on certain things and also access to networks and helping you kind of in your decision making. Coaching isn't about that. Coaching is about asking the right questions to help you facilitate and create clarity through your own chaos. Very good to know. I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't have said it anywhere near like that or even understand it. So thank you, Dr. Julie, for being here. Have you got anything else to add before I move down to Alison? Nope, thank you. Wonderful, thank you. Mark, I was going to come to you, but it looks like you're on the phone. If you're not on the phone, do you want to unmute or? Yeah, definitely still on the phone. Hi, Alison. Are you with us? I am with you. I am with you. Sorry, I was just messaging you in the background, Hayley. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Are you free to speak? Or I am. No, I am definitely. And I was actually just messaging in response to what Dr. Julie was saying around the distinction between coaching and mentoring. And I agree 100%. Something that often gets, you know, the, the, the lines can get blurred really easily when we don't contract with our clients up front around what the role is in each not only for each session but actually for 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 the contract itself uh, and I, I think also the clients themselves don't appreciate the difference and they might be coming to coaching expecting to get mentoring and be taught how to do something when actually in the coaching space we're there to allow them to you know, to reveal, they reveal their own greatness just through asking more empowering questions, through getting curious. Uh, so it is a challenge, especially in corporates, because everybody wants the shortcut to the big results. And, and we, as coaches or as mentors, we have to work, we have to work quite hard for ourselves as well to stay true to whichever modality we are contracted in and I struggle I mean I've, I've done I've done them all I started out as a psychologist I became a management consultant I trained as a coach but I've also been a mentor so I have uh, I feel some days like who am I it works really well for me is 10 minutes before meeting with a client I sit down and I I reframe the things that I would like to focus on with that client. Not necessarily because I'm gonna discuss all of those because it's always like the client always leads the agenda, but it helps me to get my mind into the right lane so that I know that I can, I can provide the, the best value for that session based on the contract that I have with that particular client. I don't know if that helps with that that discussion yeah massively I am wondering though so when you say about coaching and, and asking you know questions to lead someone to that I wonder if you can give us 
an idea of some good questions we should be asking ourselves, you know, kind of regularly to keep ourselves on the right path that we probably don't because sometimes life just takes you away with yourself, doesn't it? And work and you complain you're busy and you haven't got enough time in the day. What questions should we be asking ourselves? What do you reckon your top ones are, Alison? If you don't mind sharing. Not at all. And and this is not, I mean, it's not going to be, it's not rocket science actually, but it's such a, it's such a good tool that we can all use and and it comes straight out of the project management world so for those of you who are in in the project management space uh, and it really is that those reflective questions i encourage all of my clients if they've going if they've had a, a difficult conversation with somebody if they've had a, if they're going into a difficult or challenging presentation whatever it might be it's always to spend those 10 15 minutes either before or afterwards, and you, the reflective exercises are really important. How well did I do? What did I do well? What would I do differently? And one of the best questions we can ask ourselves to help us to, to highlight some of those gaps is, and what have I avoided doing? Or what have I avoided saying? Who have I avoided being? I, I try not to focus too much on what we are doing in the coaching sessions because I think doing is more in the mentoring space. What did you actually do today? In, in coaching, I'm, especially as I coach with using all the emotional intelligence tools, I'm far more interested in helping people to discover who are they being when they are doing their job because that that who am I being and and what did I bring from an emotional perspective? What did I bring from a values perspective into this experience is far more beneficial for us to understand than I completed that template. I did this Excel spreadsheet. I went to that meeting. We learn a lot more about ourselves when we can get curious about who are we being. And they're not easy questions to answer because we're not we're not used to answering those type of questions. We so we are so primed for understanding that we've done a good job because we've crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's. But when we really understand that performance and inspirational performance comes from who are we being, then those are the questions that I like to ask in my sessions. That is a really tough question. I was trying to think of what I would say to those questions to myself, and I'm like, nah, you're going to have to give me a minute. <laughs> I need longer. And that's that's the beauty of it is, and it's so when when people start to really discover, and I went on this journey for myself, you know, and this is why I get so passionate about talking about emotions in the workplace because uh, you'll know I've. I've shared this before, I had a 16-year career as a project and program manager at Network Rail in the UK when I worked there in IT. And, I, you know, my reviews were, I had great reviews. And, I mean, for goodness sake, I was a teacher's pet. I got 99% on, um, on my Prince 2 practical exam. I, you know, I, I knew, I learned it, I knew it, I knew exactly what I needed to do. But the feedback was always around... Um, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. And I never really understood, but how do I do it differently? This is me. And and the missing link for me was that understanding about, I did not know who I was being. I did not know what emotions I was 
demonstrating and what values I was bringing into each of those experiences. And because I didn't know myself from a from that perspective, there were uh, my my engagements rather than being a responsive engagement were oftentimes reactive engagements. And as a woman in a very IT dominant IT male dominated industry, you know when you when you're trying to be assertive, it doesn't always come across assertive as assertiveness. It can come across as aggressiveness because I didn't appreciate the the nuances in the different types of emotions that come with those two different qualities. And I hope I'm making sense here, Haley, but it's really about understanding that when we can notice how we show up, when we can really notice how we show up, it starts to help us to build that bridge that allows us to create rapport, inspire performance, and motivate people to make decisions and take actions. But it has to start with us being curious enough about our own selves first. Yeah, I completely get that. And when you touch on the thing about your assertiveness came across of aggressiveness, do you think that was the case? Or do you believe that women, I'm going to go there, get branded this way? Because I see this a lot. And assertive men, a woman can be assertive and she is branded aggressive. Do you think that's a gender thing? Or do you think that really was the case for you? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, as you as you're talking, I mean, I know that there would be men in the room who would have said pretty much verbatim what I had said or responded in a similar way that I had responded, and they nobody would have raised an eyebrow, but because I said it and because I was the one to stick my neck out or because I was the one to raise a red flag, it it oftentimes wasn't always appreciated and was seen in that aggressive. Um, tone. What I've learned, Haley, is that rather than rather than getting upset about the responses that I then got when I thought that I was that I was just being part of a team, but I was obviously seen as being quite as being the aggressive rather than an equal. It would really upset me, and then that would be detrimental to me for the rest of the day, the rest of the month, the rest of however long it took me, you know, to come back from that, that disappointment. I can keep myself in check now to allow myself to not be triggered by other people's responses and to be able to have frank conversations that are not necessarily out in the public forum that allows me to explain myself better. I didn't have the tools back then to be able to keep myself in check and not get upset or get disappointed by what was happening in the room. So now I know, now I can see it for what it is and it allows me then to still engage with, I don't, so I no longer work in corporate, but I, I still see it and I can still en engage with male clients, male colleagues in a far more authentic manner and not one where I'm left feeling less than. No, I think that, that that's really good. So you don't have to change 
yourself I suppose is what you're saying but what you can do is make sure that it doesn't affect you because now you can tap into the the tools that you need to be able to do that yes yeah perfect because all I was doing all I was doing was entrenching a belief that I was aggressive again and again and again because I didn't have the tools to come down from that my own internal disappointment about it because we know that you know we we can spot it we might be able to see when somebody is being treated unfairly or in a discriminatory way but the person who is who is has made the remark or has um, behaved in a particular way they're not going to see it so there's no point in you further entrenching that belief of of what they think of you no i absolutely love that and i'm absolutely love it i feel like it's just me and you having a child listen so i am conscious that i do need to pass over i'm just going to do a little reset and pass back to michaela to speak to mark if that's okay alison while i'm driving no absolutely uh, thanks Haley. Haley, can I just jump in, sorry, with something that Alison said, just to contextualise something? Absolutely. Can I just say, though, when you finish, Michaela, are you all right to jump in? So I've got to go and kiss yeah, the same. little ones up. All right, yeah. thanks. Fab. So, Alison, I love what you just said there, and I think it's really, it's critically important. But what you mentioned, there's a few things that you talked about, your beliefs, right, your beliefs. And I think when we talk about self-awareness, it's really important as coaches, right, that we're obviously self-aware, but it's not just about self-awareness in terms of, who we are and what we want to do. It's also about our belief systems, right? Where do those come from? Where do the, <clears throat> excuse me, where do those beliefs come from? And those beliefs tend to come from blind spots that sometimes you don't even know happen, right? So again, you talked about feeling that you were aggressive or Haley actually made a comment earlier on when she was like, I've got commitment issues, right? Now that was a joke, but let's just say that was a belief, right? Now me, it might be imposter syndrome. So where does that belief itself come from, right? And I think it's that self-awareness of where do these beliefs come from? They come from blind spots that then become beliefs, behaviours, patterns of behaviour that then kind of almost transcend throughout life. But understanding where they come from and how they impact us is just as important. So, you know, my beliefs come from my context and that comes from where I was born, when I was born, the government in power when I was born, societal factors. But then on the individual side, you've got the individual factors like education, family, religion, social, you know, social status in terms of your friendship groups, employment, experience. All of these things have an impact on our beliefs and our blind spots, which then create our beliefs, which then in turn create behaviours and patterns of behaviour. So the more that we're aware of that internally for us, and we can see that kind of context, we become contextually empathetic to everybody else that we speak to. Now, I've just ran a, a coaching session for 150 students. And every single one of them at the end, their feedback wasn't about the fact that they're now certified coaches. It was all about the fact that they could then turn around and go into a conversation and look at every individual now and understand their context and understand. So when you talk about the men, for example, in your work, every time you go into that meeting, you're sitting looking at each, at each person and thinking there's about seven or eight different perspectives in your mind. Your belief system that I am aggressive then comes from your own biases, your own beliefs, your own blind spots. So it gives you another empathy. It gives you a contextual empathy on top of that self-awareness so that every time you're having these conversations and you think about your beliefs, you go, well, where do these come from? How am I impacted by that? And then 
Where does the other person's belief system come from? And I think from a leadership perspective, that's also a nice way to kind of break it down. That kind of contextual empathy on top of the self-awareness for me is, is part of that. So I just wanted to jump in with that, Alison. It just kind of brought it to the fore. Absolutely, I 100% um, support that. So yeah, thanks for that clarification, really. And I love that your all of your students got those those insights from from that course. That's, Me too. I was like a Cheshire cat yesterday. Yeah. Even the feedback, I couldn't believe it. You couldn't pay for feedback like this. No, that was brilliant. Well done. Really well done. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Bath. That's um, brilliant. Great listening in um, and giving me a break from chatting away as well. So I appreciate it. Um, Mark, welcome. Are you, are you available? I am indeed. Sorry about that. I had to take a call then. How is everybody? Um, Anne, uh, happy anniversary. Before thanks, I Mark. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm glad uh, Beiju kind of dipped in and said what he said and then disappeared because I was staying mute. I was getting not involved in that conversation at all. Um, in terms of mentoring, so in terms of catch up, I've had two hugely beneficial, interesting and challenging conversations. Um, Mikado, I'm just going to boost your ego. Not, not that you need it boosting, but... Um, uh, I... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he knows you so well. He knows you so well. Okay. <laughs> I was going to comment you before. You met you once, I... mate. What did you do? <laughs> I was going to comment before when Beijing was going on about you drinking wine, and I thought, yeah, that, that's not that's not my place to to, to get involved in that one. Um, it, it, I took so much from our conversation uh, and our meeting. It was good to good to see you and sit down and and. Um, it, it it left me going away, driving back, thinking, yeah, okay, I've got to do, I need to do this, 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 and this. And then you very kindly dropped Dean in it. Um, so Dean and I had a chat um, earlier this week, um, which was... Uh, Julie's uh, going to be fuming, Mark. <laughs> She's so jealous. <laughs> Um, so I'm absolutely livid here. The Glaswegian is absolutely fuming. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I just thought I'd drop that in and I'm leaving now. So thanks very much. Um, uh, yeah, I had a, 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 an inspiring conversation with Dean. Um, I'm not going to lie, Julie. I'm not going to soften it up for you. I'm sorry. Um, massively challenging, but in a, in a really great way from, a, from a, a personal experience point of view that Dean's gone through and the challenges he faced. And uh, I, I really... This ties in a little bit, Julie, in a different way, but what you've just been saying to Alison there about looking at yourself first. I know where I want to take, <clears throat> I know where I want to take my business, but Dean challenged me really, really well to look at what am I prepared to give up to achieve what my ideal goal is. Some of us can't give up what we need to give up. So therefore, do we need to adapt our business plan? Do we need to adapt our targets? Do we need to adapt our end game? Or do we need to look at what we can commit? So I've had a, a, a really um, challenging, interesting, inspiring couple of conversations with you two. So thank you very much indeed for that. Um, and I've got a lot of homework to do. So there you go. Mark, who's the better mentor? <laughs> don't you dare try and me. Drag me into <laughs> right, just don't, don't worry about it. It's me. It's fine. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to go along with the commitment issues comment there and, and, uh, and take the amendment. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even challenge for your throne, Michaela. I wouldn't even be up there. 
<laughs> uh, lovely stuff. Uh, well, I'm glad you 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 find it useful, though, Mark, and um, you know, I wish you all the best as well on this journey. Looking forward to watching you grow, my friend. Dean, what you say in about mentoring? Do you enjoy it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Is it mediocre? Have you had a mentor? Give us some info. Depends who you mentoring. Um, is it is a big thing? I, um, God, I enjoy mentoring, but I only you know I was actually I was talking to Carol this morning about some stuff, and um, I can I've got the the luxury of picking and choosing businesses I work with within my industry, uh, within my group, and I know ninety five percent of the three hundred agencies in my group are lifestyle businesses. There's nothing wrong with that, but as that doesn't excite me, I am the wrong person for them because. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all about going forward, you know, incrementally building yourself up, creating more solid foundations, because if you tread water, you'll go under. So, yeah, I, I do enjoy it because um, I'm of an age where when I when I deal with uh, youngy buzz, buzzing people who want to make a difference and have got good ideas and they want to change the world and they want to be disruptors, I come away feeling like I did when I was younger um, without all the other crap that goes with with working with businesses and and that kind of almost naivety sometimes can just take you so far and I love it so that part of it I absolutely love love working with sparky entrepreneurs um, who really really know what they want and all you need to do is help just align and direct that energy and take away some of the negativity but also give them some reality to make sure that they're they're well adjusted for for that journey going forward. So I do enjoy it. I mean, you know, I run a big network, so I'm always giving out advice. I did an event yesterday with 62 CEOs. I think we had there. Um, you know, I did, it took me two hours to get out of the bar, and, and I only drink tap water. So when I'm at these events, so you know, that's all just people asking questions. So I enjoy that um, because, you know, what you're going to do with all this knowledge that you've built up over the years in whatever sector you work in, it's no good to you just to sit on it and do nothing with it. And it's actually quite inspiring to pass it on to other people and see them do something better with it. So, yeah, I do enjoy it, if that's the uh, answer to the question. What I've taken from this is Dean has mentored every single person in the UK when it comes to recruitment, danger block, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was spots Carol today. I spots him in week as well. Julie, so don't want to. <laughs> I but I seriously, I'm, I'm seriously in the huff here. By the way, like I'm actually there's there's full on fumes coming out my nose. <laughs> 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 I'm just email you right now, Dean. I'm emailing you as we speak right this second. Good. I look forward to receiving it. I was going to say, Dean, will you do us all a favour and please talk to her? <laughs> Thanks, Mark. I love you. <laughs> yeah, this could be my scariest mental session ever. I'm a little bit worried, to be honest. <laughs> I may end up mentoring you, Dean. That, that generally happens. It's just people don't know they're doing that for me. I just, you know, I think to myself, yeah, I've, I've taken something away from that as well. So it's always, it's always mutually beneficial. Dean, she's got doctor in, at the preset of her name, so be, beware. <laughs> I've got, I think I've got my LinkedIn, it's still there, I've got Dean Kelly, PhD, because when you used to get hired in recruitment, you used to get hired because you were poor, hungry and driven. And so, uh, yeah, I've stuck that after my name for a long time as well. 
<laughs> right. Brilliant. Brilliant. Dean, it's always a pleasure to have you here. I know you're really, really busy. Um, right. I'm taking the final um, last 10 minutes because I've safely got myself back home from sitting in that that uh, SOS park uh, where I was a few moments ago. Michaela and Hayley, um, thank you so much for chatting away and, you know, warming up the room and, and, and yeah, getting feedback on um, the mentoring session that we had a few weeks ago, probably over a month ago. So just to um, obviously um, give a quick recap of the room or refresh of the room, we are in the Entrepreneur and Leaders Club. Uh, this is our weekly room for women in business, which is sponsored by Big Doug. Uh, if you can check out the link at the top, they provide shelving and racking for the industry. And they have always been very supportive of these rooms on a weekly basis. Um, these rooms are um, what we organise every week. If you click on the Green Monopoly, you'll see that the lovely Haley and Michaela have been scheduling the forthcoming sessions coming up over the coming weeks. So please, please, please click on them, add them to your diary and join the discussion as well. So this week we're talking about, or it's actually a follow-up session to the um, mentoring matchup that we had a couple of weeks ago. Well, actually it's a month ago. Um, I was um, um, fortunate to to actually be a mentor to a couple of, of, of the um, lovely people on stage, which I, I fed through earlier on. Actually, Hayley, uh, you was my mentor as well. I actually reached out to you. I don't know if you can talk, but yeah, I reached out to Hayley because I was looking at um, getting some insight onto something that I'm trying to start up. And uh, yeah, she was kind of like, oh my God, why are you reaching out to me? Um, and this is one of the things, you know, sometimes you feel that well, you can only go to somebody that's either on the on the same level or doing the same thing or got more experienced. But what I found for me was that as much as I've been in construction, construction tech, and I, you know, you know, thirty plus years, Haley Senior, what she's been doing and what she's demonstrated was something that was, you know, I look at and think, amazing. How has she actually done that? And having my session with, with Hayley, it was really, really good. It was really enlightening. Um, I think she was quite embarrassed um, that I'd reached out to her. But um, I am now I thought... as well, Carol. Mm? <laughs> Still embarrassed. <laughs> no, but, it, but, it, but it was, you know, it, it just shows that sometimes, you know, we're all on a stage here. We're all different lines of business, but we've all got different things that we can actually share with each other that that can address certain stages either in our personal life or actually in our business life so you know it's it's really intriguing and, and you know and I'm so, sorry Dr Julie when I spoke to Dean this morning it was something that I wanted to just have as a you know quick check-in on, on, on something that I was thinking about and it was just so good to get a different different viewpoint on, on something that allowed me to write. That's something that has been niggling in the, in the back of my, my mind. I've spoken to somebody that's got a different view and I can, I can I kind of like, right, okay, I can move on to the, on to the next step. So yeah, it was re really, really good. So just conscious of time, I wanna make sure that we can go around the room. Just a through a flash of mics, has anyone else got anything to share around the mentoring side? Michaela. 
Hello. Yeah, it's just a quick one while I remember. So Entrepreneurs and Leaders Club, it's still just in the waiting list stage, but we are going to be offering as part of the service to members is a free mentoring as well with one of the founders. I'm going to have peer-to-peer -peer groups on there. So Dean and Dr. Julie, I am wondering if when you do your mentoring, if there's any chance that you can do it live on Wisdom so that it can be stored against Dean's wonderful name. So when this does go live, we're, we're building up the content on there and um, for anybody else who isn't a member isn't on the waiting list yet then please go to our website which is just uh, is it enl.club <laughs> why do I not know this I'll set it up um, but yeah Google Entrepreneurs and Leaders Club and you'll find it but Dean and Dr Julie would you be comfortable doing it on Wisdom yeah, okay, if Dean's okay with it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's as long as the time fit. I, to be honest, I've, I'm on Wisdom, but I've listened about twice, could never really figure it out. I suppose I was too in tune with Clubhouse. Same. I'm the same, to be um, honest. But yeah, yeah, it's really straightforward. You'll just start a chat and then you can you have you're able to invite up whoever you want. So you just invite Dr. Julie up. I mean, we can all come and listen, so it's happening live, or you can, you know, just do it yourselves and people will bob in and out of it. But it just means that that session is then stored against your profile. So anybody you might um you know what, what find benefit from it as well dr julie can direct them to that or you can tell them to go to that session if you've like um been discussing the the same topics as well so it'll just help for in future if uh, the mentoring sessions are done on wisdom and then everybody uh, can potentially find value in it yeah sure Joe, we'll organize the time I'll, I'll i'll work with you as well michaela on it so we've got a time that can go into the uh, schedule as well lovely stuff back to you carol I love the way you do that, Michaela. You just just remember the golden nuggets. And I know no patience or anything, Michaela. There's absolutely no patience or anything, right? I mean, I've only been waiting to speak to Dean for about six months. <laughs> I got you the meeting, Julie. I got you the meeting. Yeah, but I also think that you've learnt too much from Beijing, Michaela, because that was accountability right there. <laughs> At the highest level, you will, Dean. You will get on wisdom. You will with Dr. Julie. And if you need help, we will help you. So it'll be great. Dean's whipped at this point. He knows his role. That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> Don't we all? Brilliant, brilliant. Um, any more shares on the stage? You know what I was thinking, Michaela, that you, you know mentioned using wisdom. I think it'd be really good, Haley, for me and you to do a similar thing as well. Because I know how you really hate getting up and speaking. So I think um, I'm going to make an accountable decision. Hayley and I are going to do a wisdom as well. So, Dean, don't worry. You're not going to be on your own. Hayley and I are going to I know up. how much you hate getting up speaking. We're going to go on wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody else hear that? Or was that just me? <laughs> I'm going to definitely listen in live. Oh, brilliant. I'm ill. I'm off. <laughs> You're not going to do that on me. Don't let me shame you. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to, if there's no one else, anyone in the audience want to share anything? And I think what we will do under Entrepreneur and Leaders, we will organise another session like this because I think the mentoring match-up has been, I think it's been a great success. It's unfortunate we haven't got some of the mentees in here. I know that Alex has just mentioned, um, messaged, apologising because he's got work commitments. But I think what we will do, and um, we will have a follow-up 
So we're coming to the top of the hour. Thank you ever so much for joining the Entrepreneur and Leaders of Women in Business um, Club this afternoon for the discussion. As I said, we're here next week. We've also got some other rooms that are coming up over the, the coming week. So we're having our regular Tuesday evening room at eight o'clock. So do look out for the advert on that. We've got the um, the link should be sitting within the Entrepreneur and Leaders Club. We also have Beiju's um, Mindset my Mastery that's taking place on the Tuesday and the Thursday. Get me teeth in properly. And on uh, Thursday, we are going to do our LinkedIn Live under um, Robert Hanna's profile so please look out for that as well so you will see a lot of activities I know it's April the 1st today and I will just plug I just seen a tweet that said <clears throat> from Boris Boris Johnson's um, profile that he's 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 resigned but then I look further down it seems to have been an April Fool joke so that caught me <laughs> oh got it I'm serious absolutely <laughs> hook line and sinker Carol oh I couldn't believe it I was wishful getting all excited thinking. wishful thinking yeah. Carol wishful thinking <laughs> But it, it caught my attention. So, you know, social media did its that it reined me in. So, yeah, we've got some exciting things coming up as well. So uh, do definitely follow us. Um, we do have a, a Discord uh, server community that we will we are pushing our um, community to. There's lots of updates that are taking place in there. We're planning some events um, in the next couple of months, which more information be coming as well. So do, do, do keep in touch. And um, yeah, thank you so much for, for joining the room this afternoon and uh, have a great weekend, whatever you're doing. And uh, women in business, thank you very much for another week.